Brendan Donovan is our guest, and it's always good to see you. It's been a busy, let's say, 12 months out of the year. You dealt with an injury, the rehab. Now you're back. How are you feeling? I feel great. Uh, we live here, so uh, I'm here. I love the beautiful Florida weather, and I'm excited to see you, Claves. It's always good to see you, my friend. Let's talk a little bit about what did you learn from being back at the ballpark? You couldn't play but you were still watching games. What did you take into the winter to make yourself feel like you're going to accomplish better things this year? Yeah, so, I mean, it's tough, right? You see your teammates going to battle and you're kind of hanging out on the sidelines. It's tough, right? So I think uh, a little bit of extra motivation, um, too. I mean, just kind of looking at the whole field. For me, I'm a kind of guy that tries to see the whole field, try to see small things. You know, when you're not in the lineup, you're trying to pick up on things. Where are some things, like put yourself in that situation? What? What would I have done in this situation? What pitch might I have been looking for in this situation? Things like that. So I try to keep myself in it mentally, even though I couldn't physically. And then whenever we started to get moving again, the rehab is all about just like looking for ways that I can get my body back to back to performance, back to healthy. And, and I feel great right now. You know, we have a lot of technology in the game right now, but it's amazing what you can learn about the game when you actually watch it. Yeah, I mean, if you're in every game and you're sitting there and you're watching, you can pick up on some things. And it too, I think having conversations with people during the game about the game, I think that's extremely important. And, you know, uh, when you're in the game, sometimes you can you can lose some things. But when you're not and you're just sitting there and you're trying to take it all in, there's always you can always learn something in a game. What's been the key for you? Because you can work a pitcher with the best of them. Where did that start for you? Because obviously uh, it gives you a better advantage because you see what a pitcher has, but also your teammates see what a pitcher has. When did that start for you? Yeah, so I think at a young age, my dad uh, made me read the Ted Williams Science of Hitting when I was young. I think I read it a couple times. He made me read it a couple times. <laughs> so, uh, And there was something that kind of stuck out in there is uh, just like the importance of seeing pitches, right? Obviously you can talk about swing, but just the importance of seeing pitches. And I think... Uh, for me, I always felt like as the more pitches I saw, the better chance I had. If I could take someone deeper, the more pitches and shapes I got to see, then I felt like I had a better chance at it, whether it was my first at bat. I know sometimes the situation dictates that you want to go early on a pitch, but think about it. You've seen a couple pitches your first at bat, a couple pitches your second at bat, and then you get to see them a third time, you might have some runners in scoring position. You've seen everything, right? Yeah. Also, I can relay information. If I'm hitting that leadoff spot, I can relay information to – Goldie or Newbar, Aaron Contreras, Gorman, whoever is hitting right behind me, I think that's important too. It's just the best. The best lineups always had that factor of communication in there. You know, when when you look at hitters, you have a couple of type of hitters: guys who won't swing at a pitch that they're not comfortable with, or guys who have a swing they can put on a pitch that maybe is not as an out pitch, and they either flick it off as a foul or they go the other way with it. Where do you fit in that category? Um, I try to stay on the plate as much as I can. Um, I feel like I can, I do have the ability to spoil some pitches if needed, but with two strikes, man, I'm choking up, I'm scooting up on the plate a little bit, and I'm looking kind of, I'm looking kind of out over, still hoping that I can react on the inner half, but I'm, I'm just trying to put that ball in play. So if that means I can spoil a couple pitches until I get something in the middle, I think that gives me a chance. But I think that choking up is huge. It gives me a little more barrel control. Why don't we see more people do that? Because choking up, and you grew up in an era where when you had two strikes in little league, or whatever, you choked up, you would think. If you did it at that age and it was effective, when you get to the big leagues, you might want to think about it too. Why don't we see more hitters do that? I think it's a com it could be a comfort thing. It could be the type of hitter you are. You know, some guys, it's just like they're out there, they're, they're like, hey, I'm up here to slug. For me, it's like I'm trying to get on base any way I can. Uh, a comfort thing too, right, if you're used to holding down around the handle and you scoot up a little bit, probably choke. I'd probably choke up about, let's go like inch, inch and a half. 
But to me, it just feels like the bat gets a little lighter. I feel like I got a little more control. I got, I think it's just a comfort thing. Um, I've, but I've kind of done it my whole life. So I get to two strikes. I just trying to put that, just move the baseball somewhere. Brendan Donovan's our guest, and you talk about things that you've done all your life. What are some of the things you still maintain? And then what are some of the things you've learned along the way? Because you've been around some pretty good hitters in your, in your short career in the big leagues. So what have you learned from them, but what have you been able to maintain? Yeah, so I think uh, for me, I think it's important to hit to use the whole field. I've always liked to hit the ball the other way. I think it opens up a lot of areas on the plate. And then as I've gotten older and I've gotten been around more guys and learned more, I think it's just like picking your spot to when it's a good time to try and pull the baseball. You know, whether there's a situation or whether there's runners or whether this guy's throwing pitches that are kind of coming into you or they're trying to front hip you with sinkers, whatever it may be. It's just like knowing that I kind of want my direction going that way, but picking up the right time to possibly get the head out. And I think that comes just with at-bats. It comes with experience and it comes with just kind of a comfort thing. I'm wondering, you know, Pitchers have the book on certain hitters, and I'm sure when they see Donovan's name in the lineup, they're like, oh, boy, we got to deal with this guy. He's a tough out. Who are some of the guys you started to develop a book on that are good hitters or good pitchers that you've been able to face? Oh, man, like guys that I've had success against? Yeah. Oh, it's weird because, you know, I wish I had one name that popped in my head, but sometimes you see a guy real good the first time, and then the next time you see him, they pull out a different repertoire. So. Um, I and mean, I don't have any names, but it's, it's cool because it's, it's like playing chess, not checkers, right? It's like maybe even you got him your first at bat and he comes out and he uses a completely different sequence. Or maybe he got you that first at bat and you're like, all right, he might try this sequence again. So I think that's uh, kind of what makes it beautiful is like you're almost thinking like sometimes you think I'm a pitch ahead of this guy or sometimes you're like, man, I feel like he's two pitches ahead of me. It's just kind of that that chess match like so no no specific names stick out but I can you know you can think back on a couple of bats you're like oh man I had him there and then you come up you're like whoa that was that was different well the smart pitches don't show you everything in the first at bat which which takes me to this you get a scouting report you see what the guy has you get in the box and they say well wait a minute this is something different or maybe his arm is tired he can't throw this pitch for a strike so he goes to something else how much do you differentiate from what you get from a scouting report to what you actually see when you get in the box and file that away? Yeah, so um, kind of like talking like old school, new school. I try to be new school in my preparation as far as like getting some numbers, watching video, you know, using some technology. And then when I get in game, it's like I'm trying to be as old school as possible. I'm trying to get in there. What I got is, it doesn't matter how I'm feeling. What I got is what I got today. I'm going to get in there. I'm going to compete. I'm trying to make pitch-to-pitch adjustments at bat at bat. Or, or even like first at bat to last at bat adjustments. I'm just trying to let see the game and then react. Try not to be thinking too much up there. Obviously, trying to be smart and understand the situation, what I want to do. But I think it's all about just like trying to make those adjustments. And I think the more reps you get, and honestly, I think the older that I get, the more I'm apt to make those adjustments because I'm. I think it just comes with those repetitions. You ever catch yourself overthinking it as you walk to the batter's box? You looked at all the video. You've had an idea what this guy throws. You ever find yourself overthinking in that bat? Way too many times. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I think it's important to, to be prepared and to be a smart hitter. But sometimes you just got to turn the brain off. You got to say, I've I've done all I can to prepare today, and this is what I got. I'm just going to go compete. Sometimes you have to check yourself walking up there. Hey, man, let's just go compete today. Hey, uh, you're looking good. You're feeling good. Thank you as always, my friend, and uh, have a great season. Always a great time. Thank you. Manganas St. Louis Acura would like to upgrade your current BEV experience. 
the new ZDX offers the performance that you expect from Acura, but upgrades your ownership experience with our award-winning team. Whether you're looking for a more convenient charging solution or an upgrade to a new vehicle, come in today and make a reservation for the all-electric ZDX coming soon. Munganas St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you.